pop culture questions only one podcast knows. Nerds that know. Rated R. What is up, nerds and geeks and fantasy fans and whatever else you are out there? Welcome back. We are the nerds that know. Once again, you are stuck with the terrible twosome. Hey, everybody. I am the king of the goons. My name is Matt. And yes, the goon squad is soon to return. But we'll have more on that later. Let me kick it over to, I guess, my brother-in-law-in-law now tank yeah something like that yeah we're related now <laughs> yeah right it's all one big happy damn family now if you don't know my brother mark uh married tank's sister-in-law duchess bobby i think we mm-hmm. touched on that the last time maybe has it been that long uh, yeah i think we mentioned it yeah i think we did so yeah now everyone's just related and it's awful <laughs> Tank, what's going on, brother? Oh, you know, staying busy. Everyone getting sick. Yeah. It's that time of year. Normal Colorado winter. Yeah, right. <laughs> and kids, right? That's it's yes. Because you got littles and yeah, you know, they're just petri dishes, bro. Oh yeah. The big one got strep and the other one got some sort of chest cold of some kind. Uh, good God. So lots of fun this week. My uh, older, younger sister, when we were kids, would get strep every single year, every single year, That's and I never fun. did. I, and I never did. Like I don't know what what the difference was, but we went to the same school. I mean, we we're together all the time. I never did. Well, lucky you on that one. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's get right into it. What's first on the docket, bro? Uh, well, one of the bigger stories that came out in the last couple of weeks is that uh, Henry Cavill has officially left The Witcher and to be replaced by one of the Hemsworths. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hemsworth the Younger taking the mantle of The Witcher. Uh, there has been quite a bit of, uh, shall we say, pushback. Oh, yeah. I believe I last I saw there was multiple uh, protests, and uh, it, they're not happy about it. Which, I mean, what are you going to do? He doesn't want to do it anymore, right? I get it, and it you know, there's you know the, the knee jerk reaction always is, well, someone's pushing them out, and you know, the writers are making a terrible decision. And guys, read between the lines here; he's stepping away. You know, he's 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 well, done with it. He recently stepped into a previous role once again. So right. and I'm guessing that's gonna take up a decent chunk of his time in the near future. Right. And that The Witcher, like a lot of those fantasy series, is so uh time consuming. Right. Oh yeah. All, the shooting. Yeah, the shooting months. schedule and yeah, with green screens and doing stuff on location and it's just it, it, it takes a years to put stuff like that together and some of it yeah so i i here's the thing even when you go back to the the witcher games right that the 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 look and feel of the character changes the voice changes right there's it's just the nature of the beast he can't be the witcher forever you know uh, 
much as we wanted him to, Matt Smith couldn't be the doctor forever. It has to change. <laughs> right? exactly. You just have to go along with it. I'm going to give him a shot. It's a fantastic show. You're still going to get one more season because um, he's leaving after season three. Yep. So it, it, this change is going to take effect in season four. And we'll see what Liam Hemsworth brings to the table. He's got a little bit of nerd cred on his own. But I, you know, I'm going to say he's got, he's got his own. He's done mm-hmm. some stuff. You yeah. Know. You got to give him at least give him a chance to make something happen. Right. Uh, it, it, how really difficult is it to look brooding and say, fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, I am dumbing it down a bit and, you know, playing with it for my own humor. But, you know, that, that was a lot of that first season was... Mm. Yeah, it was, you know, brooding, you know, his uh, primal sexuality driving large chunks of the in-between space, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The on again, off again with Yennefer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all the rest of it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It, It's a good show. Uh, It's something I really enjoy watching. And I'm sure once... Season four starts and we get into it and they'll they'll come up with a way to soothe everybody and just say, okay, it's different, but I like it. Yeah, exactly. It'll be fine. It, we're just venturing into a different, you know, it's a different Geralt. That's all it is. Right. It's still Geralt. It's still Geralt. It's just a different guy playing him yeah. now. He's still from Rivia. Still, yeah, still has his horse. Bananas. One of them was like 200,000 signatures or something crazy <laughs> like that. I'm like... <laughs> That's an aggressive <laughs> move, guys. Know. You know, and I saw, unrelated, I saw another petition today for something else, and I don't even remember what it was. And I'm thinking, why? Why? It, you're putting your name on something. It, they never change anything, right? Because it's I can, twice. Right. Yeah, twice, right? It worked, it, it worked in 68. When they canceled Star Trek after season two, <laughs> well, it's worked. It's worked three times. Then. Three times. What are the I other two? Forgot about that. Yeah. Second time was Sonic. Oh, we got yeah, the reshoots Sonic. on Sonic. Reshoot on Sonic. That's right. And then we got the uh, the Snyder cut of Justice League released. Right. Those are the most two recent things mm-hmm. of all of the petitions. Yeah. We've gotten two, two. <laughs> two in the last work. few years. Yeah. So, and and you got a Firefly movie. <laughs> oh, yes. That's right. They, got, they, they did the Serenity or whatever that mm-hmm. was. That's right. Yeah, which I liked. I liked Which Serenity. was almost two decades. Was that two decades ago? Jesus. Was that oh, really? Good God. Was that? Is that old, right? Firefly? That's why God invented Google. I'm going to Google that. Yeah, Firefly. I'm looking at the Serenity film right now. There we go. 2002 to 2003, and Serenity was what, like a year later. Yeah, because because so, Fire. Yeah, it was yeah a year and a half later. So because we only got a season of yeah. of Firefly, canceled it. Okay, so hey, you know, still you, you never underestimate the power of nerd rage. But oh no, <laughs> but here's the biggest thing: it's they're not being blocked. It's not something that needs to be reshot. It's not something right. being blocked by a studio. This is mm-hmm. the actor's decision to step Correct. away. 
Correct. He no longer wants to do it. No one's forcing him out the door. He doesn't want to do it. He wants to go be Superman again. Can't I mean, I I can't <laughs> blame him for that. I mean, no, he wants to be Superman again. He always wanted to right. be Superman. That was the biggest thing. Let, let me throw another thing that just struck me at you. Mm-hmm. What if it's not just Superman? What if? Oh, yeah. What if he's Bond and just hasn't told anyone yet? I would be super cool with that, but don't. Who was the? Uh, I guess they didn't officially name a. Uh, they hinted at the one person potentially taking the spot. Right. There's been rumors and innuendo, and I. I Henry Cavill be, has. 007 I wouldn't be. Oh, yeah. God. I mean, what? I would get a lot of people. Going yeah. back to that series, right? That's that's Roger Moore following up Sean Connery, one hundred percent. Oh, hey, that'd be interesting. I'd be mm-hmm. all for that. Sure, let's make Henry Cavill. I, I, I have heard sense. nothing. I have read nothing. That's just a thought that hit my head. It's like maybe. Apparently, they won't let Idris Elba do it, or he doesn't want to. I'm not. I sure don't think which. he wants to. And I, as much as I would love that, I think that ship sailed. 20 years ago. Uh, I don't uh, know. Probably if, at least 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love Idris Elba and I think yeah. he would be fantastic at it, but at, at this point in his career, he ain't that guy. Because there's not going to be any legs. There's not going to be longevity to it. Right. I mean, well, he I was, think he's 60, right? I, I think he's in his fifties. I don't think he's 60 yet though. Oh, that's why God invented Google. <laughs> Let's see. Wikipedia. Oh, he's a DJ. I didn't know that. Odor's a DJ? I actually did not. That's odd. He's exactly 50 years old. He's 50. He's fucking my age. Two months ago, he is 50 years old. Yeah. Jesus. He's 11 months old than I am. I am a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's an international sex symbol, and I'm on a nerd podcast. <laughs> and he's making he's making yeah. three movies currently. So I think he could still do it, but you know, whatever. Yeah, fifty's not too bad. All right, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, his DJ name is uh, DJ Big Driss. That's that's not good. That's probably why that I'm, didn't work. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna find that tour. Should have been DJ Black Superman. <laughs> I did try to go see the Rave of Thrones when Hodor came through Denver a few years back, but the timing just didn't work. That would have been awesome. Was oh everyone shouting, "Hold the door, hold the door!" Just yeah. You know, I'm assuming we... it went that way. Yes. Yeah. Oh, best. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be at the church here in Denver. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been there or not, but that would be a perfect spot for it because it's all medieval and gothic. That sounds like. Oh my god, the church is <laughs> church is always bad news for most oh, people. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Been there twice. Been there twice. All right. Well I so went there a couple times, but yeah. Yeah. The uh I think at the 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 end of this we say, Hey everyone, calm down. Let's give it a chance. You still have season three. Yeah. Um 
sign a petition if you want it to make you feel better, but it ain't going to change anything because the, the man yeah. has clearly moved on and he wanted to move on. And if you read either of the tweets that he or Hemsworth put out, man, what a, what a baton pass that was. That was awesome. And, and, and like, like you're saying, that's the biggest difference in, on this one versus any other one. It's his choice to step away. No yeah. one's forcing him out. No one's trying to do something creative and new or any spin anything off there. He wants to do something else. We don't know what we know. One of those things, we don't know what else there is, but we know one of those things. And one of those things is very damn time consuming for these movies. Mm -hmm. Those DC movies take forever. I mean, a lot of it's a waste of money, but they do take forever to finish them. (laughs) He's like the only redeeming thing going on. I mean, besides gal, I'd loved, I love her portrayal of the character and, you know, Wonder Woman, the first one was awesome. I, I, I think they shit all over us when 1984. Um, <laughs> that was disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, between the two of them, they're, they're amazing. Right. And everything else has just been, uh, I have no faith in the DCEU. Well, especially since they, we literally have no idea what balance there is at this point. We don't even know what it is anymore. Because they've right. gone back and forth so many times on what version of what story is part of their timeline still. Right. Which universe is it? <laughs> what reality is it? Where in the timeline are we? I mean... It... Well, that actually is a piece of news that came out too. We should touch on that. <laughs> um, who the new head of DC... Movies, right, DC films, movies. yeah, DC, DC studios, films. yeah. Uh, Mr. That's James a, Gunn, Mr. Yeah, that's a not surprising but very interesting move to just hand him the hand him the reins and say, "All right, go. You're our Kevin Feige now. Go make something happen." Yeah, I mean, he's got you know a, a depth of knowledge. I think that he's been able to demonstrate, and um, I've really liked. The Guardians movies. I think the way oh, yeah. he did those and was able to play with characters and um, potentially start to introduce some other stuff, um, especially with the Adam Warlock stuff that they teased, but we still haven't seen five years later. Um, mm-hmm. But that he definitely understands. He, he he gets the assignment right. He understands what he's supposed to do. Understands kind of how to tell the story. Well, um, yeah, look what he did with the Suicide Squad. Yeah, that wasn't it wasn't, it, wasn't it was, awful. It wasn't awful. It was crazy as shit, but it wasn't awful. Right. As and, it would be for him, right? And then yeah, and, and then he did what he could with what they kind of required of him. Mm-hmm. So And then Peacemaker. Know. And Peacemaker was amazing. I love Peacemaker. <laughs> I know. Was, I don't care what anyone says. I thought it was Oh, great. I don't know anybody who didn't like it. <laughs> There's a lot of people who didn't, apparently, and they're all really? not paying attention, I don't think, oh, to man. how that story was being told and why it was being told that way. Right. But you know, yeah, that's DC's small screen version of you know the Deadpool style. Um, oh yeah, the, the over the top and the zany and the gore and the yeah. you know the the violence and the crazy the violence, language. ridiculous characters. Yeah. Right. Right. Which is probably why it worked. That's exactly why it worked, and because for some some reason, John Cena is like the best deadpan comedian that exists currently. For some reason, 
don't really know how that happened. But I don't either. Like, where did what school did you go to, bro? I watched years ago. I watched there was some documentary about the pro wrestling, and mm-hmm. they were they were talking about you know some of what it takes to get into pro wrestling, and they you know started at the top, and they were talking about all the stuff that was happening in the WWE at the time, and yeah. then they went to. Um, it was, it, it was, it's not, it's NXT now, but it was something else in OWF. FCW and OEW. Yeah. Something like that. It was, it was the, yeah. The, the stuff they had going on in Florida. And then they went to a independent itty bitty circuit, um, that had a little bit of, uh, cred in the industry in Massachusetts. And they actually focused in on a young John Cena. Oh, I remember that when he was and, doing the powerlifting. Yeah, they was doing the powerlifting, and they gave him like this robot character and prototype. Cut. Yeah, prototype. That was it. Prototype, John Cena. <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> that was bad. Right. That was bad. No, it was so bad. It was so bad. But I mean, you got to start at the at the bottom and work your way up, right? You just don't walk into the ring, you know, in you know, Madison square garden and cut a promo mm-hmm. in front of the millions and millions of rocks fans and just nail it. Right. You've got to, Not unless you're really Jericho. Work on it. Yeah. well, Jericho had some other stuff that he had done. He also too. had 15 years of experience at that point. So, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, Jericho had a hell of a run in Japan. I mean, he, Oh, that exactly. He had yeah. the run in Japan. He had the super juniors and then the WCW yeah. stuff. And yeah. All that wasn't he in ECW for a cup of coffee? A very short time, I think he was. Yeah, he was one of those ones that bit. was there for. Yeah, know, he wasn't. He wasn't one of the like lifers. No, he, he wasn't a you know Sandman or. Oh, he wasn't even. He wasn't even there as long as Eddie or Chris when they were right. There. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but that's exactly where he got his job. So I think is WWE because yeah. when he was on the verge of being fired, they made him the doctor of thugonomics and allowed him to yeah you know be a character and be himself at the same time yeah and he ran with it and went over the top hmm, who knew yeah <laughs> yes i i'm i'm happy for james gunn i think that's a good move for dc right. films now all they have to do is stop fucking cutting their movies to take tax credits on them let's right. let's stop doing that for a little bit and right. let you, you know, follow through on some shit. Right. <laughs> I, I, you know, and they did that to Batwoman. Um, Batgirl. Uh, I have a feeling we're never going to see the flash, uh, but that's got less to do with tax credits and more to do with the fact that Ezra Miller is an, psychopath that the lead star is a convicted felon (laughs) and a a creep like what are you doing dude (laughs) like i like you what is i i i I liked uh what was going on and then yeah i was like oh this would be a fun they just took an awkward turn and felonies yeah (laughs) like what are you breaking and entering for i mean come on (laughs) I don't know what they're thinking, but no. holy smokes. Yeah, I have no idea. Unbelievable. You know, related to that, and I don't know when this came out, but I saw, um, it might have been on TikTok, someone was interviewing Jason Momoa. Oh, and they yeah. talking about how Jason era, James Gunn had just taken over. And it was either Gunn or 
um, one of uh, the other major players at DC uh, Studios mm. had actually tweeted a picture of Lobo, and they showed it to Jason Momoa, and he went, "Oh my god, oh my god, that's that's perfect." Oh, it, it like you could see like the eyes get big and the wheels start spinning. Like, listen, Aquaman, that you're already pretty good at doing what you're doing. Holy smokehouse home skillet. <laughs> Look what we have here. It's a triumvirate of pain. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Surprise guest. Oh, boys. Welcome, Gull Dagoon. What's oh, happening, guys? From a Nokia brick phone. Just talking about uh, how James Gunn has taken over the Sounds DC like Studios lead. Say it again. Oh yeah, he uh, he got the blessing from Feige. Hello, hello. We hear you. Are you guys? You hear us? Hello. Hello. Yeah, he got the blessing from Feige to do that. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, to step away. What's am, am I right? Away? Maybe your resolution sucks. <laughs> Looks like you're filming on a Nokia right, give me a second. phone. All right, figure it out. Man, just like that, the Goldagoon has left the building. <laughs> Oh, good, sweet nurse. He's checking on his stuff. It looks like he's going to be coming back in a second. All right. <laughs> right. But yes. Which is interesting that they, if they let him switch over, because I'm assuming they're not going to have him be Aquaman and Lobo. Right. I, I don't, they didn't actually say, you know, we want Momoa. They just happened. One they guy should. tweeted a picture of Lobo. And then the guy that was interviewing Momoa showed it to him. Momoa, what? That's awesome because I think that's what he wanted to do originally. But I think he was, yeah. Like we're so far away from actually getting a good Lobo in on the big screen. We got Lobo in um, the Superman precursor series, Krypton. Yep, and he was hilarious. That um, guy, was, yeah. yeah, that guy was awesome. I love that- everything that he did. Basically, the only redeeming quality of that series, to be honest, (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't good. It was was okay. It was boring and plotted along a bit, but I. When we knew exactly where it was going, right? How are you going to tell the story about people who didn't die until way later? I have no idea what that story is supposed to be, but welcome back. Hello. Oh, look. Hey, buddy. Better? A little bit. Can you hear us now? Yeah, I think I'm on a little bit of a delay still. Maybe. Slightly. It looks like you're a couple seconds off. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We'll just wait. We'll yeah, give the, we'll, just, we'll give the pros. We'll say, we'll say something and wait. Yeah, we were just talking about um, uh, in an interview with Jason Momoa, one of the DC Studios guys had actually tweeted out a picture of Lobo, and the guy that was interviewing Momoa showed it to him, 
and said, this just came out on Twitter. And Momoa freaked out. It's like, oh, that's awesome. And you could just see how he wants to be Lobo. Um, I, I'm not mad at that, but you can't do both. <laughs> and how do you... That's all right. Aquaman's a terrible character anyway. <laughs> yeah. Aquaman pretty cool. Yeah. For a minute. But Aquaman is still a bad superhero. Just because Jason Momoa did it, doesn't make it a good superhero. You can go away. We can get Lobo. It'll be fine. Well, I mean, he's not. Why a, don't you like Aquaman? He's not a bad superhero. He's been presented bad. Oh, in the comic, terrible. <laughs> Sometimes, but he's also badass, and he's like super strong and all that stuff. He has, you know, mm-hmm. the control over water, which isn't. He can do that to people if they actually let him do it. Right. That's all right. Recast him and play him down. That's fine. Let's get a Lobo that's actually worth a shit. <laughs> all right. So let's. there's two different lines it's of me, conversation we had here. Lobo. I was just going to say, who are you going to throw at Aquaman then? Uh, <sighs> let's see. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm who not do sure. you put in there? Do you go down the same road? You can't kill Aquaman. Why not? You can kill Superman yeah. and Batman and all these comics. Spider-Man's died like seven times. Right. All the Avengers. I mean, got the, kill Aquaman off. There's got to be some consequences. I, I don't know. I, mean, I don't think you should kill Aquaman off. I don't think you kill Aquaman off. You can kill off Iron Man, but you can't kill off Aquaman. I mean, Iron Man was in 800 movies before they killed him off. Let's let's get Aquaman at least a little bit of a run before we start talking about ice and the dude. Ryan Gosling. Make him put on make him put on you know 30 pounds of muscle, and then make Ryan. Yeah, I was trying to think like a fair-haired cat, right? That that you know would be a little bit more true to. What we knew was get kids, closer to the right? comics, yeah, yeah. The Super Friends Aquaman, he'd be a Super Friends Aquaman. Meanwhile, yeah. back at the Hall of Justice, hi guys, let me summon my dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on a second. So, the worst superheroes were Jace and Jaina, the Super Twin, the Wonder Twins. Uh, tell Don't me how useless this is. Uh, one could be any animal she wanted. The other had to turn into a bucket of water to get carried around. It was like, come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't amazing. No, God, it was bad. I was eight and I knew that was bad. I'm like, what? Turn into a rain cloud or something and fly, bro. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you got to get your sister to turn into a pterodactyl and carry you around in a Home Depot bucket? I mean, this is awful. How about uh, Alexander Skarsgård? Oh, I'm not mad at that either. Give him more of like that swimmer body type of. Yeah. Thing. That's a good one. That's a good. good one. And plus, he's got like a huge unit apparently. So put him in some, <laughs> put him in some tights. <laughs> so the ladies aren't missing anything in the. In the yeah, exactly. Here. <laughs> you don't get Jason anymore, but look at Alex's, Alex's giant penis. You know? we, have, we have to cast Aquaman, and we have to cast Aquaman's whale dong. 
I mean, that's. Well, I mean, I guess if you're going to follow in Jason Momoa's footsteps, you have to have something back. <laughs> exactly. You got to do something. I mean, I haven't seen that guy naked, but I've seen him basically naked. I know what's he, what he's housing. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they hinted at it. No. What what the hell show was he on? Um, the vampire thing. Huh? Wasn't he in Peacemaker? Oh, he showed up at the very tail end, yeah. He showed up at the end, yeah. Oh, damn it. What was that? He was in that vampire show or movie or something, whatever. And they got basically to where you could you could measure it on screen, you know. Like, okay. All right. <laughs> Go ahead and put that away for a second. Like you life size that thing. It's basically an arm. <laughs> Oh, we've gone completely off the rails. We went from James Gunn to the size of Cal Drogo's unit. <laughs> this is what happens when you get the Goon Brothers together. Yeah. I know. Yeah, the, the Kaiser shows up. And you never know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> never know. And I knew there. I said there were two different conversations to have, and I forgot what the other one was because we went down. <laughs> we went down to. Well, does he have a big enough dong? Well, he was yeah. true, right? <laughs> well, everybody the issue is true blood. Yeah, continuing with him as Aquaman versus making him Lobo, you know. Right. Right. Which Mark he looks like Lobo, honestly, so yeah. You wouldn't have to yeah. really try that That's- hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's already buff and big, and you know, lots of hair. Yeah, long dark, dark. hair. Yeah, piercing yeah, eyes. Of, yeah, yeah, give him the old, give him the old uh, insane clown posse makeup job, and he's off and running. Yeah, well, hopefully not that silly, but yes. <laughs> Say what, Mark? Tell him about some magnets. The insane clown posse. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Okay. Um I forgot what we were gonna talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we we're talking about Christopher Lloyd. Yes. Christopher yeah, Lloyd. About Christopher Lloyd. His potential return to the uh Back to the Future franchise. Potential. He's... Right. How old is he now? Uh, 106. 837. <laughs> right. As much as you might be joking, that's probably not far off. He's 84. 84. Oh, man. He himself himself, and I thought he looked like terrible in 1985. He looks like a skeleton wrapped in, you know, plastic now. <laughs> I mean, he's still doing pretty good Good for 130. Right. I think the line is when nine here nine hundred years old you reach look as good you will not. <laughs> Probably not. No, <laughs> I would assume not. My my biggest challenge with and he's done a couple of things post like they've done a couple of small screen, you know, um, bits and uh, he was in a cartoon like voice the the he did the voice for Doc Brown. It's gonna be really hard to if they do anything on the big screen and not have Marty. Um, 
I know, you know, Michael J. Fox is really struggling with his disease and it's just not been good. It's going to be really difficult for a lot of people to accept just Doc Brown and Hero A, whether it's, you know, Marty Jr., whoever they pick, whatever that would look like. I would just have a hard time with that. Well, and I, I honestly Bring back don't. Biff's grandson. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, and I, I, I don't know. I mean, he, he knows something. So at the very least, he seems to be part of some pre-production staff of some kind or something like that. Yeah, but what does it look it like? It was super I mean, vague. Yeah, it was, it was very, super vague. Very and then vague. Right, after, right after he posted that, he did actually post pictures of himself with uh, Michael J. Fox. There were two or three right on the internet with the two of them. So yeah. I, it could just be that they're doing that um, that uh, charity site where they're selling all the, the, mm. the memorabilia together. And that could be all there is to it. It, it, it may not sure. even be a movie. It's just he's teaming up with Michael J. Fox again. So, I mean, right. we'll see, I guess. Could be. That's a good way to drum up some interest and excitement around it and have people talk about it. I mean, what the hell are we doing? We're sitting there talking about it. I, yeah, true. <laughs> could just be that. It literally could just be that, trying to get eyes to the that Back to the Future shop thing that they're doing. Right. So, way. maybe. I don't know. It's interesting. Could, Matt, I didn't realize that it was pool season in Parker. Yeah. <laughs> This is part of, of the new kitchen, so that the new kitchen's right behind me. Yeah, we have a, we have a pool in the kitchen. You have a pool now. So, That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, got the smoker out here. You know, it's sunny at eight forty-five at night. Yeah, pretty seriously. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just turn that sucker up and vacuum sous-vide pack something you. and drop it in there. Yep, sous vide myself. <laughs> Humans are delicious. <laughs> I doubt that. Taste of chicken. Taste we like eat horrible chicken. things. We can't taste good. <laughs> Tastes like a Big Mac. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Like you pull out of a dumpster. Yeah, maybe. Right. <laughs> I taste like spare ribs and potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, until future information comes out, what? We don't really have much to go on. Just that they're hinting at something of some right. kind. Something's coming. We don't know what. Interesting. Yeah. Like I said, if it's if it's more than just a brief something or other, like I said, I think it's going to be super difficult for everyone to really buy in without Marty. Yeah. Well, definitely. Yeah. Agreed. All right. What's and next? Then, uh, you guys, um, you guys already do House of the Dragon? No, we, we have, have not. not. We have not, not done, done House, House of the Dragon. Of the Dragon. That's it. Yep. House are of the you, Dragon. Are you caught I'm like up? this close to finishing the season? Oh, are you Watched serious? all the way through to ten and a half. So that's that's where we're at. I think we're real <sighs> close to the end of the season. Yeah, but the very end is like yeah. So that's the whole point. Is we were gonna that's the big kick in the balls, right? It's we're. 10 days after it was outside of the spoiler window, but now you're here. Well, go ahead and talk about it. Probably like in the next 10 minutes of my TV watching anyway. So, Are you sure? Where are you at? Specifically. 
specifically, let's see. Um, Corliss had just signed, and then uh, the oh yeah, they they just um, he just got off of the draft. He just get to go see the Baratheons and got on the dragon and now leaving and he was flying away and I assume the other Targaryen kid comes over and fucking smashes that kid. You are literally at the You're very right end. There. You're Dude, right you could have watched there. like five more minutes and it would have been over. That's what I'm saying. That's like, all it would take. What are you doing? We had to we had to stop them. Okay. Oh. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, you are literally at the end. All right. That is that is the last what is it? Not even t- is it even ten minutes after that? Uh, it may not even be that. Yeah. It may not even be that. <laughs> oh, I, I know. Go ahead. Right. Like I said, go ahead. This hurts. Okay. <clears throat> so Rainey sends, you know, the sons out to go talk to, you know, the lords, right? And they're acting yeah. as messengers. And um we all saw when which one is it? The names are always screw me up. The, the younger son, right? He shows up at at uh, Storm's End to talk to Lord Baratheon and Eamon is there. And you know, there's always been that tension ever since the fight in the cave you know after you know Eamon lost the eye um it almost as a fight right um and to his credit Baratheon you know it's he it says he's a guest in my house will not have bloodshed here so he takes off right and um here comes Eamon on Arax <laughs> Jesus yeah there's there's a Top Gun level chase scene uh, that's just spectacular. And you can see how, like, they're having a hard time. Both of them are having a hard time really, like, controlling the dragons. Yeah, the, control- the dragons are starting to act on their own. Right. And uh, the, the kid's dragon, that he goes, he, he, things happen and they fly around and you know, you don't think anything's going to happen. You think the kid gets away and Eamon's up above. And next thing you know, the little dragon comes out of nowhere and spits like a little drop of fire on him. And Arax loses his shit. And he like blinds it. He looked like he tried to blind the phone, the other dragon. It looked like he did, but I mean, it's yeah. dragons and it's fire. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd you think there'd be a little bit of a built in immunity, right? Mm. <laughs> I think they're plus 20 uh, resisting fire damage. Um, <laughs> oh, we lost him again. All right, see ya. <sighs> okay, I'll continue. Right, and it, when Arax comes out of nowhere and just smokes that poor little dragon and tears it, bites it in half, and swallows like, the kid whole. Swallows the kid, and Eamon just looks, and he's got that look on his face, like, "Oh, I fucked up." Oh yeah, there's oh. a thousand yard stare hardcore yeah, on that one. Like, uh, what have I done? What have I done? And thus begins the dance of dragons. Really? Yeah, the and then the, the finalizes with uh Damon telling his uh 
already kind of angry and I, yeah, very angry at this point already. Wife, <laughs> what just happened? Right to her child, and uh, yeah. yeah, she wants to light the world on fire. It looks like at this point. Yeah, she's going full <laughs> Daenerys, um, yeah. and, and and that legitimately does start the the what they call the Dance of Dragons. Um, yeah, which is the war um, of House Targaryen against House Targaryen. Um, the fall was, of many houses. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're still a ways away. Like we, you know, we're still 150 years away from the Blackfire Rebellion. So that you know, the Targaryens go. You know, the Targaryens like are going to go another 300 years, right? We're 300 years even before Robert's Rebellion. Well, so, based on how they timelined it, I think we're 200 now. Like okay. this, like where they're officially recognizing the beginning of. The House of Dragons is roughly 200 years okay. prior to the events of Game of Thrones. Right. I'd heard three, but, you know, whatever. It's it could be three, right. but the last I saw was two. So I, I don't know right. if they I, – I think in this books it's longer than it is in their storyline. Right. So I think that's how it, they kind of balanced it, it looks yeah. like. I think there's six more kings to go um, before we get to um, – the Mad King and Eris too, before yeah. you know he lights everyone on fire and Jamie has to cut his throat. And, you know, all that's all that is well documented, right? Yes. <laughs> uh, and I hope they, you know, that I hope that this kind of continues. Like we already know we're going to get a season two, and we're going to get you know the conclusion of the Dance of Dragons, and you know mm-hmm. the, the 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 what is the final fight between. Um, Two of the characters who own dragons. Um, I know the end of the story. I won't spoil it if anybody doesn't. But there's a there's a pretty historical fight that happens between two major dragons and two major characters. And there's people jumping off dragons and killing each other. It's going to be awesome if they do it right. Oh, yeah. like, I'm so excited. But then once you get past that, then you can skip. Because this series skips a lot already, right? So let, let's skip then to the Blackfire Rebellion when, you know another Targaryen king starts recognizing bastards because he's just screwing everything in the world and just has bastards everywhere. And now you have um, all these different Targaryens who are, you know, the, the rivers and sands and stones. And then he legitimizes all of them. And then they all think they have a claim to the throne. And, you know, one of them goes and founds the Golden Company and, uh, you know, Bittersteel. And that's the beginning of... Um, that whole um, uh, Blood Raven and and Master Aemon and that whole bit—they're all related to that. So yeah. all and the, there's still Blackfires like running around in um, Essos uh, who are not in the story. I don't know if we'll ever actually see them on the screen, but they're actually floating around because they you know do things. Right? You know, yeah. Mercenaries and like I said, you got Blood Raven who's the Three Eyed Crow and. Master Aemon, you know, was supposed to be the king and he turned it down and, you know, all that stuff. So I hope we, I hope we get Blackfire, you know, in season four or five, whatever they keep going. I was going to say, it depends on how long they actually stretch the, uh, the Dance of Dragons. Right. I I don't know, unless they take a lot of, of, of license with it, I don't know if it could, if it could go longer than another season, um, the way it's headed and the way they've, they've, 
had the cadence of the story up to this point. Um, yeah. So I, I, I don't know if they could. I, I, they could. I don't know if it would go well if they went more than a season. And then at the end of season two, you know, the dance is over and then everything, all the dust settles. And you know, and you and, go on from there and tell yeah. some of the other bits and right. pieces and everything that comes out right. of it that leads up right. to the rebellion. Right. Right. I'd, I'd love them to tell the story of, of Eris too. I mean, that that descent into badness that he has and just had, they touch on it a bit in the books and there's some other literature out there about how he just lose is losing his mind on the throne and just gets worse and worse and worse and worse until, you know, the Kingslayer has to do Kingslayer stuff. And next thing you know, you've got Robert and, you know, all that stuff. So it'd be interesting. I'd like to see him do it. That'd be cool. I think they should do it. Mm-hmm. Did did you um, miss did you miss it, Mark? Did we spoil it for you? Were you able to hear it? Is it a mew? That is a mew. Are you impressed? Are you impressed that I knew that? Uh slightly, actually, yeah. <laughs> not not gonna lie, that that took me aback. <laughs> At a 50-50 shot, I'm like that's either a mew or it's a meowth. And I think it's a mew, so I'm gonna go with mew. <laughs> If you're ever if you're ever confused about the two, just think about that giant stuffy in my room. That's Meowth. Yeah, the one with the gold coin. Oh yeah, yeah he's got the thing. I forgot about yeah. the thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um All right, so that's House of the Dragon. That's House of the Dragons, yes. <laughs> Season two. What is, is, what is your input? What do you think on the series? I did, since you I did miss the, uh, but I think I know where it's going. So. The the way that it gets there. If you know cool. Game of Thrones, you kind of know where it's going, right? And the way that it gets there is pretty intense. So, oh god, it's, it's awesome yeah. how it gets there. <laughs> yeah. that, that that franchise has a way of making me sit on my couch and go, "Oh my god, oh my god!" Even though I know what the fuck is coming, I'm like, "Oh my god." <laughs> They're not. They did. Oh my god! And then, then I look at myself like, motherfucker, you already knew. Like, what is wrong? <laughs> the thing about the dragon that that I would thought was funny is anytime that they talk about incest in the show, it's almost like you know, like when they're talking about when his daughter is still young, and he's like, "You could marry him off to your son," and his first thought's not, "No, that's his brother or her brother." His first thought is, "He's like two years old." <laughs> and then never mentions that they're actually, you know, related. And it's it, not the incest part, the age part. Yeah. The show where they, they, you know, incest is just like glossed over and there's like something else that's like a, a problem with the, the relationship. It has nothing to do with the fact that they're related. Right. Well, the Targaryens did that for centuries. That That's what they did. They wanted to keep the blood of the dragon pure. So there was a lot of marrying off and... Well, and, and- Siblings that's inspired by real life. I mean, that's inspired by real. What's that creepy family the royals. with the weird chin? The royals. <laughs> They're all related to the royals. <laughs> the royals. Yeah. The goddamn queen. Right. Yeah, but they right. all come from the same family. What the hell was it? Uh, they all come from the same family, like, and it's they all have that weird deformation with their face because of years and years and years of inbreeding are you talking about that that group of like 
Arkansas rural folks that all live in the same. No, like, not one, them. One I'm talking about the shop. actual English dynasties. Oh. <laughs> well, it begins with a W. It's like the Winchesters or some. Oh shit well, like the, it's the House of Windsor is the current Windsor, ruling house yeah. of England, right? Um, right. And and one of the historical sources that George pulled when he wrote Game of Thrones was the War of the Roses. Uh, that that is, is it necessarily beat for beat, but he did the elements of what happened in history with the War of the Roses and put it into, you know, the five current books that we have of the story of Western. The Habsburgs. That's what I'm trying to think of. Yeah, you're right. I, and they're connected yeah. to like every royal family. Right. <laughs> and that they're all like like centuries of inbreeding led them all to have like this weird right. distorted jawline. It, it, it just struck me as funny that every time that they talk about, you know, the, the inbreeding and stuff, like it's so normalized that they're like, he, she sinned. She was in the sex den with her uncle, but she's not married. Like, <laughs> yeah, why is that the worst part? You know, yeah, yeah like the same thing when he's trying, like I said, when he's trying to get her married off, he's like, Well, you could marry him to your son. And he, his first thought is, Oh, he's two, not you know, <laughs> it's just funny. They do that a couple of times, it makes me laugh every time. I'm like, That's the problem, <laughs> right? Right, but again, that's what they did. I mean, yeah. That's that's real history, unfortunately. Right, right. That's also we know what they that, did. But it's still... <laughs> right. Oh no, it's horrifying right. when you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, why is that the weird part? Why is that? Right. <laughs> well, and you can tell that like the roots of um, House Targaryen and House Valyrian obviously share a common tree stump. Like that family oh, yeah. tree. Right. It, it, there's not a lot of fork there. Yeah. Got, and then they're trying to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah, there's the a joke. And, and was and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember names just because it's the first time I've watched through it. But the the print becomes queen. Why does she have like the worst part of birth scenes like I've ever seen? You know, like she has to give birth to the kid and then drag him up the stairs to go see the queen. And then she has the first scene and the, the, the second, which is birth, and it's like very intense and like overwhelming. <laughs> Holy shit, that's graphic. <laughs> one one of the prevailing themes in the whole series is the truth of a mother, um, and uh, what that means, you know, in a in a not only a familial dynamic but in a societal dynamic, um, and they play on that a lot. Um, even throughout the you know eight seasons of Thrones, um, there's a lot of like that That's that true. thematic bit about moms, right, and what yeah. they mean, and oh, what absolutely. they are. You know, I yeah. I I rewatched. I didn't rewatch, but I I one of the things I get on my for you on TikTok, someone just posts scenes from the last season of Thrones, and some of that. I mean, season eight wasn't great, but there are some scenes in there that are like holy shit. And the one that I saw yesterday. Tyrion's talking to the maester at the walls of, of King's Landing and the Sunday's up on the on the top of the wall and um, the queen's there and you know the zombie mountains behind her and um, Tyrion walks up to the wall and, and looks at his sister and he's like 
don't, I, I don't want to see this place burn. And as a mother, you've always loved your children. You've always loved your children more than anything, more than Jamie, more than being queen, more than whatever. And don't do this because I, I don't want this city to burn. And I, I've always loved Peter Dinklage as an actor. And that scene was one of his best, I thought. Mm. But again, it goes back to the themes of a, of a mother's truth and what a mother has to sacrifice, go through, experience, endure. Um, and that's part of Rainice's journey, right? It, there's not just, because she never, I mean, her mom died. So she doesn't, oh, yeah. have, she doesn't have that figure until she circles back with Rhaenyra. I, th- I think that's supposed to be Gull. I figured congrats, I just thought it was funny. Congrats, go um, on your marriage. There you go. But yeah, <laughs> and and you know, also part of it is the the misogyny that they men are empowered just because. And they can be, you know, they're just automatically in power, and that the women that try to pursue power have to just absorb trauma nonstop mm-hmm. to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have to fight through just so much to get to that point. Whereas for the males, it's it's their birthright because yeah, they're male. Right. Yeah. And, and I think that comes to a, a complete head in the scene in the Iron Throne where they're trying to figure out who's going to take over. Um, not Storm's End, not... Dragonstone? Dragon. Not, not Dragonstone. No. Sea Stone. Um were the tides, who, the master of tides. Yeah, it was going to be the master of tides and take over that castle, yep. which is in the. It's it's not far from King's Landing. It's it's there in an island off the shore, um, where you know, run, House maybe. Valerian. Yeah, where House Valerian is, and and Corliss's brother. You know that that scene's actually really cool when he turns around and looks, and he's like, "Her oh, sons," and Matt Smith just looks and say it. <laughs> <laughs> And he doesn't just say they're bastards. Like everybody knew, everybody understood. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, husband's gay, they're gonna do their own thing. It was a, a political marriage. But then he went the extra step and called her a whore because yeah. she actually dared to go and find love outside of the marriage to this guy's nephew. Mm-hmm. And that was the squaw that stroked the camel's sack and off with his head. And I like that it wasn't a traditional off head cut off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like three quarters of his head. Yeah, was cut off. <laughs> right through his mouth. Like... Yeah, I was like, oh, all right. I actually kind of liked how they did that, and it wasn't just a traditional, you know, beheading. It's like, no, we're right. gonna cut the head like, in half, no. actually. Yep. <laughs> One more thing I'll say about the show: the the king. Um, I know that was kind of the point. Was like. Okay, he was supposed to die 20 years ago, and here he is just holding on to the edge of life. But, yeah, like, Chris just watching Green. him just fucking melt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... Like, really melt. Yeah, he's like the Crypt, Creeker, crypt Keeper by the end of it. Missing, like, half his face, and that's Jesus brutal Christ, way to die. Yeah. <laughs> and it started in episode one when he, he lived way on way. the Iron Throne. That was the start of all of it. Yeah. King Viserys. There's an extra 20 I you. I, you know, years. when he said, I'll have your tongue, 
and and pulled out that dagger, right? We all know what that dagger is. He pulls that yeah. dagger and says, I'll have your tongue. I gave him a 50 shot of being able to pull off, even though he was a hot mess and on his door. Like, man, man you don't want to do that to some dude's daughter. I mean, that's just no. not what you do. And right. He's got one cash in him, right? <laughs> He may have needed his guards to help him get to the room, but by God, he'll climb down and he'll try to get that tongue. I want him yeah. to just half see it. Like, it could go well, it could not go well. Is he going to do it? And then, you know, Damon ended it for us all. He can keep his tongue on the floor. Well, <laughs> all in all, great series. Can't wait for yeah. season two. Yeah, season two should be fun. Yeah. Uh, right. Have, Thrones, have we talked about Jon Snow? About, about what it? specifically? There's a there's a Jon Snow project in development. I think we mentioned it on this. Did I miss it? Okay. I think I, mean, I want to touch on it again if we already hit it, but. I don't remember though. It would have been a I while ago. Yeah, it would have been a while no. ago. I don't. I, I don't remember that specifically, no. but that doesn't touch on it because I don't remember what I had for dinner two hours ago. Yeah, there there is something in development. <laughs> I remember that. Yep. And, yeah, and there's it, it's unknown. It's a full full show, or if it's a limited series, or what. Let me take a let me take a quick glance and see. So there's something from two weeks ago. It looks like. Um... Okay, so it's not going to be done before House of the Dragon season two. That's basically all the information they have on it now. I guess it's still right being, okay. it's still in pre-production. So, okay, cool. That's that's all they really have. So right. there you go. There we go. Uh, we'll yeah. we'll shelve that it. for another day, right? All right. Yep. Take, take what else we. Got. Uh, the only other thing I Talking thought of about, was that Titan. Oh, is Andor back on HBO and Andor. Yes, we do got to talk about Andor too. Yep. Yeah. So Titans, Titans, and Andor. So yeah, Titans is back. On HBO Max, uh, fun series. It's fun so it's, far. It's, we'll talk about know, it and, more once uh, it's there's a little bit more because you know, they're on episode two. So, mm-hmm. so see which way they go with it. All you nerds and geeks, out there, let's watch Titans. See yeah, if you, I, I've enjoyed the show the entire time. So if you've enjoyed it, it mm-hmm. picks up where it should. And it's a good watch. It's fun. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yes, Andor. And then Andor. Uh, right? And Mark, are you at least caught up on Andor? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Andor's been great. Right. Mm-hmm. Is anyone else getting, like, vibes between the Spectre and the X? corporate security officer like is there a there 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 could be some sparks 
at some point. It, you know, it, it's odd and it's awkward. And like he grabs her arm, and you know, in that in that world, anywhere anyone else even touches an imperial off of that, you're dead. And she doesn't even shake her arm, shake his hand off her arm. So. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Might want to play a little hide the bastard. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he is a dude. (laughs) That's a game oft played by us. (laughs) Correct. I think the other thing was really interesting is they discovered through the prison they were in, um, where the they figured out that the one guy that got released got sent back so nobody's actually leaving and right. you know their old buddy you know has the stroke and the, you know and um andor has always been trying to make sure about you know how many guards and you just won't tell him just won't tell him as they're walking in a way he's like how many guards and then 12 and <laughs> you just see how it all changes like here we go Mm-hmm. Boy, Andor is gonna get out. Here we go. <laughs> go they can quit building pieces of the Death Star. <laughs> Holy crap! That's a that's some intense building right there. By the way, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. But you know, and then more last couple days, friends, and you can flavor in your mush. Build less, and we shocked the shit out of you. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everything you need comes out of this tube. <laughs> that screen right there tells you how many days you have left. Did you have to look at it? Fine. Yeah, the only yeah. thing you have to look at yourself. Yeah, is the screen that shows you your number. How bleak. Fucking hell. Wild. Imperials were bastards. <laughs> the last couple of days I rewatched, I went back and rewatched Rogue One because it's been a while since I'd seen it. And um, it, the Cassian we have now and the cat that was Rogue One are two totally different people. And um, you, you can see the build up in, in every episode how. It's not like huge growth, but it's incremental growth towards that like leader. And uh, he's already a badass in his own right. Um, but really being that true badass rebel, all in, all about it, completely uh, willing to sell everything out to accomplish the mission, which I think is really cool that you can see that growth towards the casting we got in row one. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they definitely approached this. Year, which is kind of cool because, you know, most of the time you, people are, you know, they, when they, they show a character and they, they, you get the development and all that stuff, they, you know, these things happen to them. But if you didn't have any choice but to go through this in order to, you know, prosper and live. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're treating it with a lot more patience, but it's not slow patience. Right. And they're, they're, you can, they're, building to something very slowly and it makes sense that they're taking their time with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think you're, you're right. It's a slow build, but it doesn't 
and feel like it because there's these major events that happen. Like he mm. kills the two outside the Blade Runner bar and then he goes on the run and then he ends up um, with Stellan Skarsgård and they have to go do their thing and then they steal money and then he, you know, that's another major beat and then he goes home and mom doesn't want to leave so he has to leave and then he gets arrested and now he's in this place and it's like, it's taken us nine hours to get here. It's not like a but these huge major events just keep pushing along. So you, to, to your, it's patient, but there's enough going on along the way. You're engaged. Yeah. Yeah, and had he not had to kill those two guards, you know, he'd probably still be doing whatever nonsense he'd be doing, you know. But yeah. because of that, that just triggered this whole thing of just bad shit that keeps happening to him and in order to get out of bad shit he keeps having to do all more bad shit you know it's like all right well this is how you get turned into you know rebel scum yeah exactly (laughs) over and over over again over over right right and that the the allegory here is it's not just you know the birth of cassian as the rebel badass it's the birth of the alliance and the two are tied together um, both in the overall scheme of what's happening in the empire, but also what's happening to Andor. Like it's all, it, it all fits at the, at the same time. You can see what, and we talked about this last time, how it's really reflecting the plight of the common in the empire and what the, what the empire is doing and how it's affecting them. And then you're getting this very human story about a guy who's just trying to figure it out and he just keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed into these awful situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got what? Uh, we got this week's episode and we got two more, right? Yeah, Maybe this is 12. 10 this week, I think. We have yeah, I think it's 12. So, we'll see how they finish it off. But, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed it it's got- every step of the way so far. Yeah. And right. on that note, and we didn't we didn't talk about it. Uh, uh, they just casted the acolyte, which oh, we no know way. next to nothing about. Yeah, did they? We know the cast. Yeah, I saw the cast photo in the last, last couple of days. Uh, the last person they featured, Carrie and Moss. Hell yeah! Nice. I think she's a perfect fit for whatever they want to do in that universe. She, she could be good. She could be bad. Don't care. She could have been Mon Mothma. I mean, <laughs> well, that'll be cool. Hair color's closer. Interesting. And, uh, well, that'll be the fun. Squid Game actors in it. The the main from Squid Games in it. And there's a couple other names that escape me. I've seen. What are the, we getting? The, Squid Game I don't know. I don't know if we ever are. God, they gotta do it. I think they said they were doing it. They hinted at it, but I don't know if they ever confirmed that they yeah, were that's doing why, it. That's why God invented Google. Hello, Google. Hello, Google. Squid Game Season 2. Look at that. It came right up. I didn't even have to type season. It just said Season 2. 
Oh, internet is slow. I, I have a uh, release date. The end of 23 or 24, but they're doing it. Well, yeah, because he has to write the whole story at this point because he wasn't planning on doing yes. a season two initially. Right. Right. So he'd have to storyboard the entire thing still. Right. right. Officially renewed. Picked up in nice. June. But it's going to be at least, at least a year, probably two. I would assume, too. If he has to so write the story still. Yeah. Right. Oh, that'll be that, fun. Yeah, that show was awesome. Yeah, that oh, show was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, All right, Tank, we got anything else on the docket? Or are we good? No, I think All that's right. it. We teased it, a, we teased it a little bit at the beginning of the podcast, but yes, the goons are coming back. We do Nerds That Know every two weeks. In the off weeks, we will be doing the Goon Squad. Yes, my brother is an idiot, is returning live and in your living room. Multiple characters, a cast of thousands, sports, yep. entertainment, and whatever the thousands? hell else you want to talk about. Thousands, Tank. Yeah, thousands. It's, it's going to look thousands. a lot like the. It's going to look a lot like the screen you see now. I was going to say, plus a couple others, right. maybe. Right. Do I need to start adapting some uh, multiple personalities so we can fill yes. out the cast of thousands? Yes. I mean, I don't know how we're going to lose five five hundred of them up here. So. I don't know how we're going to keep the list accurate now, though. I know. We're, <laughs> we might have to flush the list and come up with a different bit. Um, I do want to say it's in, it's interesting. So and I know. It's interesting and karmic uh, that two days after the hockey world went nuts and threw a fit about Boston signing that kid with the that history with the disabled kid when he was a teenager, that the hockey gods decided, yeah, Evander Kane, it's time for you not to play hockey for a while. That was wild, yeah. That was crazy. Honestly, yeah. not super surprising, but <laughs> <laughs> kind of wild how it happened. I can't wait. Washington Wild Luigi's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that much blood on the ice since that goalie got sliced in the throat. That was oh god, that was that brutal. Was, oh. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, and I, I think it was either was it Michelle or Michaela was a dipshit that said, "Yeah, people forget that they're skating on knife edges. I mean, they're basically mm-hmm. razor blades on. It's on basically shoes. razor blades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Razor shoes. Ugh." <laughs> You know, and and he's a noted bad guy, and he's got a history of his own. But you never want to see anything like that happen. But oh, I no, just no, found it interesting. Bag, but you don't want right. to see somebody bleed to death right. on the ice, right? That's <laughs> awful. You know, I, when the I whole thing happened, but with... be wishing, actually wishing for him to die would be his ex-wife. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. well, that's a different story. But yeah. yes, <laughs> right. I, I just you know one of the things that first struck me when they and when Boston announced signing that that Mitchell kid or Miller kid was. Um, Everyone's all upset about this, but what about why? Why aren't we mad at Evander Kane? Oh yeah, because he scores thirty goals for Edmonton. That's why. Because we just forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. So. <sighs> yeah. All right, Tank, you got any final thoughts? No. Okay. Enjoy your nerd stuff. You don't have to fight about everything. Yeah, that's that's awesome advice. Like, enjoy it. Uh, you, you can criticize. That's okay. You can say you would have done things better, but there's no reason to throw a fit. There, there isn't. It's okay. Watch something else. It's all right. Yeah. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> There's more stuff out there to enjoy. You don't, you don't need to expend negative energy and bring that into your life. This is your moment. No, of we got to save came. that for the fucking Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. the Goon, you got anything else you want to follow up with? Any final thoughts? Uh, no, the Duchess says hello, and she loves you guys out there. She was here, but she's a lawyer, so. Just wanted to pass that along. And uh, Frank, we will see you on Sunday. Yes, I'll see you guys Sunday. Yep, and pass along our best wishes to the Duchess. Hope she recovers and feels much better very um, quickly. Our drunken mother uh, wants me to call you about Thanksgiving, so let's talk about that sometime soon. What are you doing in five minutes? Uh, Talking to you. Rolling quarters. I don't know. Figured it out. Look at that. All right. So for Tank and the Gull, the Goon, the Kaiser himself, and the Absent Duchess, uh, this has been Nerds That Know. We love you guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Adios.